Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are battling through the bastion of failure and things are getting complicated. Quinny came up with a plan to attack some drow that fell apart immediately. Juniper accidentally swallowed Quinny's eye of true sight and Butthole smashed every enemy he could find with his hammer and Goblin Jr. Can they survive a battle around a glowing crystal? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Quinny, as the drow falls beneath your blades, uh, you see a swirling combat around a floating glowing crystal in a large central chamber that you realize must be uh, directly beneath uh, the audience chamber in central hall above. Uh, you can see um, trolls engaged with drow and a heavily armored orc uh, as they kind of battle on the what looks to almost be a circular observation platform around this massive glowing blue crystal. Um no one seems to have noticed y'all yet because they are busy fighting each other. Huh. What do you do? I'm going to mage hand the door closed. <laughs> Wise just, man. Just gently. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> um, the door closes. Uh, the sounds of combat uh, continue outside, but the three of you uh, have a moment to catch your breath. I think Butthole's going to fart and smell it and cast Cure Wounds on himself at level one because he needs some healing after that. Yep. Fair enough. Pin cushion experience and say, okay, so clearly there's a war outside. Um, what I'm thinking we might need, just to do quick math while I talk, uh, five plus 13 is 18, plus three is 21. Great. Um, so obviously the trolls want to eat us, so they're fucking terrible and there's no negotiating there. These guys yelled for help, which makes me think mercenaries. I'm kind of used to hearing those kind of cries, and mercenaries can be negotiated with if you kill their employer. Uh, the question is, do we think... Like, just kill, shoot the trolls from a distance and try to block the door because we can fight them multiple on one if they come at us? Or what do we want to do? Prol that we most recently encountered had hired mercenaries. So yes, I don't know if I... it's a deal gone wrong between mercenaries and employer. Uh, I don't know who that armored orc is with. Uh, yeah, so, but I'm, I'm saying we, we got a limited amount of time before somebody wins and we can't affect the outcome. So I think anyone's better than the trolls who scream for power and wear their skins. Um, yeah, that's fine. I'm also fine to let them fight it out and then just take out the survivors, honestly. But then if they get control of the crystal and it turns out to be really scary, like, we don't know what that does. What if we just break the crystal? Well, we, we don't know what the crystal. it does. Might be holding this whole place together. I don't know. That could be fueling the un-undead zone. 
Yeah, we want to keep that up. That's the whole reason this place is so appealing. Hey, uh, can you pass me back my eye? Uh, yeah, well, just give me a minute. And I'm just <laughs> turn to the side. What? Roll me a, that? Why is she doing that? Roll me a con save. Well, she had it in her mouth while she fell down the stairs. 11. The idea was it to put it in your mouth. Well, we didn't know how to turn it on. You didn't tell anyone how to do anything because you're terrible at planning. It does not come up. Did you tell her to put it in her mouth? We were trying to figure out how to activate it. I figured if it was inside your eye socket and it worked, then logically you put it inside a wet place, it'll work. So two people not great at planning then, huh? I don't know. Mine was fine until she fell down the friggin' stairs. Mine was too until she fell down the stairs. Why don't we come together on this, brother to brother, and blame Juniper? (laughs) All right. Look, I didn't know what to do with it. Um, so look, there are probably still some radishes back there. Let's let me like pound a few back and then no, no, giving I'm yourself sure, like within like two hours, you know, it'll Juniper, come out we are in a war zone. Other. You're not giving yourself food poisoning while we go into combat. That is yeah, the world's no. worst idea. You'll poop it out later. We don't need it right now. You're keeping it in a I'm safe sorry. place. I, honestly, maybe later we can kind of, you know see where the ceiling is on this thing's ability to be activated because it's in a wet place uh, you know that's fills the criteria for butthole so you know it's fine it's fine we'll get it back it's fine it might hurt <laughs> coming out either way so i apologize in advance for that but you put it in your mouth um so, where was i supposed to like... put it just like for future knowledge in your hand i just wanted you to put it in your but hand I, but I, you it, didn't do I anything in her anything. hand i don't know how it works I, I put it in my eye and it worked See, I stand by the fact that he's terrible at planning, but here's the thing: come with instructions. So I we, want you to pluck out your own eye. I'm going to open this door in ten seconds if you don't listen to me. I think we open the door and we set up a barricade and we just shoot trolls from a distance. And if somebody comes at us through the door, we can stomp them up close. Fine, I'm okay with that. Perfect. And he just like shoves the barricade over so they can ram it against the door once it's open. And he's like, "Open the door when you're ready, Quinny. We'll jam this in place and start shooting." Mage hand. Door opens. Um, So rather than rolling out, you guys just like arbitrarily taking pot shots for the next like 22 minutes. Um, I think uh, it's safe to say you're just aiming for, you're aiming just for the trolls or are you aiming for the drow and the orcs as well? Uh, I'd say just for the trolls unless the drow or orcs start turning to fight us because we don't know who they are. Okay, um, they definitely notice you. Uh, it's definitely of concern, um, but your additional firepower definitely kind of turns the tide in favor of the drow and the um, uh, the orc. So uh, the four drow and the orc uh, eventually manage to like take down the um, uh, the two trolls, um, and uh, heaving, you know, with uh, you know uh, exhaustion uh, from from the battle. Um, the, uh, the orc quickly confers with, with the drow <clears throat> and they close ranks around him, um, as he raises an arm high and then punches through the chest of one of the, uh, troll bodies. Um, the, the drow have their, their weapons out and they're clearly like creating a defensive line facing you. Um, and, uh, the orc kind of rises behind them, uh, and just takes a big bite out of the heart. Hey, Hey, what are you, what are you guys doing? This doesn't, we want to team up maybe. Um, and, uh, the, uh, orc just mutters something to one of the drow who nods and, uh, darts away, uh, towards uh, a very ornate door at the north wall of, uh, of this, this chamber. 
This is starting to feel dumb, butthole. Yeah, I think we just killed him. Uh, <laughs> and I think butthole will just uh, summon a spiritual hammer to hit the central orc. Okay. Uh, roll for initiative, please. <laughs> Ooh, nat 20. Oh, yeah. 16 for Quinny. 12 for butthole. All right. And we've got my side of things. Oof, that's not great. All right. Uh, first up is Juniper. Now, do these look like cold creatures? They do not. They do not. Uh, and sorry, Ryan, I will let you get your, your opportunity attack in. Um, Laura, keep figuring out what you're going to do. Yeah. Ryan, take in an opportunity attack. So, Ryan, go ahead. Great. So, the hammer will swing. My good old hammer boy. Uh, that will. That is a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Nice. And that will do. Uh, 16 force damage Oof. to the orc. All right. Sound hit to the orc. Um, he cries out as he, he stumbles back. Uh, uh, flecks of heart um, flying from his enraged mouth. Uh, he just like clamps the, uh, the, the, the visor on his helmet down. Uh, it's like a proper like Warhammer orc, like jagged jaw. Uh, things it doesn't fully protect his face, but just makes him look badass. Um, and uh, he'll like point at you guys and yell something and drow. Um, all right, Juniper. Okay, so they're all kind of still a little bit clustered together, right? Oh, they're very clustered together around these dead trolls. <laughs> That's lovely. So basically, I'm just going to aim at a spot in like the center of them mm-hmm. and uh, and just say. Storm of ice, protect me. And we're going to have an ice storm that just rains down on everyone. Oh, man, I've lived through a couple of those in Ontario. You're really just going to fuck with infrastructure for several days. (laughs) Man, that that poor drow running away is going to have such a rough drive home. (laughs) Yeah, he's just going to do the Flintstones like his legs just sliding out beneath him. This castle's Wi-Fi is about to go down. Oh man, you had Wi-Fi back then. Damn, that's exciting. Not anymore. So, deck saving throw for all around. I assume. Yep. And what's the uh, what's the um, spread on this? Like how how twenty feet radius? Oh yeah, that'll get them all. Yeah. Uh, all right. So decks. DC sixteen. Well, not surprise you to know the massive orc in armor is not very de- dexterous, so he fails. And the drow. Uh, so one gets uh, a 20. Um, I'm sorry, DC, what, Laura? 16. 16. Um, three of them save, but the one running does not. Okay. Because he is running. So let me just add this up 9, 10, 11, 12. So those who saved. Uh, okay, so anyone who failed takes nine bludgeoning and 12 cold damage. And then anyone who failed takes four bludgeoning and six cold damage. Those who passed, you meant? They passed. passed. Those yeah. who four passed. And six. Yeah. Those who take passed. 13 each, right? Hmm? Take 13 in total each for the ones who passed? Yes. Yes. Nine and four. 13, yeah. 
Thank you. Uh, no, sorry, four and six. So, oh ten. my God. So ten. ten. They take 10. 10 if they passed. Got it. I even um, like wrote this down because I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. We ain't no mathematicians here. Um, all right. Notorious for that. So, so basically what's going to happen is the area they're in is becoming difficult terrain. <sighs> they get slowed down in it too. Yeah. It's very good. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi, friends. It's me, Butthole, and I'm here to talk to you about how you can join some kind of Discord thing where you can talk with me and with Queenie and with Alan and with all of the other friends. There are even, like, Prince Mudbutt's there and a bunch of other people. All you have to do is apparently become a patron of our ear plays for one dollar. If you just do it one time, I mean, you should do more. Everyone's got a chip in at the fortress, but if you just do that one time, then you get to join a patron-only exclusive Discord forever, plus... You get pre-session chats and DM chats at the end of every arc of some show called Dum Dums and Dragons. They tell me it's related to me somehow, but I'm not really sure. So, patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And if you pay that dollar to join that Discord, you get a chance for me to say hello, new friend, to you. All right, so um, yeah, ice, ice begins to fall, uh, and uh, the orc in uh, common just yells like, "Grubbish! Damn it! I thought we came inside to avoid this weather bullshit." Um, but you can tell he's yelling it to himself because uh, the dragon mm. do not speak common, um, or at least they they might be able to understand it, but they don't speak it. Um, <clears throat> all right, cool. Good round. Um, that brings us to the orc. Um, uh, so he uh, is, he's been hit by a hammer. Uh, he's just been frosted. Kind of like breaks the, the frost off his armor. Um, 
he uh he, he throws back the rest of the heart uh and you see him crack his neck um either way or roll his shoulders and uh he seems to get a bit healthier um and He's starting uh, his turn in the ice storm is it just he, difficult terrain or does he take damage laura is it storm no, past? It's they've just already taken now. damage. Oh, okay. yeah, so no, I so thought it was an ongoing thing. It's just difficult terrain. But okay. I'll tell you, uh, till the end of my next turn. So sure, got it. Um, so he is going to. Um, uh, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so he he just kind of like looks down carefully and then does like a very careful like. Do, 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 walk where he's just like you know penguin stepping yeah. across the ice until he's free of the ice uh and then he just like suddenly like fucking full-on runs um you uh you notice that uh he is aggressive so as a bonus action he moves his, his speed towards a hostile creature uh which was him mm-hmm. getting off the ice and moving forward uh and then he's going to leap across the the gap that the crystal is uh in um, using uh, kind of uh, his gauntleted hand to scrape along the side as he wall runs, and he's going to attempt to leap at... Uh... You're all still behind the barricade, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah we haven't come So he's just going to, like, fucking bum-rush the, uh, the barricade. Interesting. Um... Okay. Perfect. So... It's right where we want him. <laughs> all right. Um... Reach, o- reach over and stab. He... Uh... He fails his athletics check to clear the breach. So instead, he like wall runs along the the crystal, jumps, doesn't quite make it. So he just grabs the uh, the edge of the um, uh, the enclosure of the the sort of like um, hovering crystal, and just awkwardly clambers up um, and stands there. So he's uh, he's about ten feet away from you guys now, um, but uh, standing there just roaring at you in in rage because um, he blew it on his check. Uh, brings us to Quinny. This crystal's floating. Can I tell how high up it's floating? Like what? There's there's negative so space below this floating crystal. Yeah. Right? So it's it's, it's on big. a platform. Um, so basically, think of it as um, this is a large circular room. Mm-hmm. In the center of the room, there's um, sort of a uh, a bowl, um, like a probably about a twelve foot wide bowl. The crystal itself is massive. Like this thing is, um, you know probably 20 feet tall um mm. 15 feet wide uh just sort of suspended uh and, and turning a beautiful blue crystal um he there's a, a railing around it um you can see the door to the north uh that the the uh drow who's like doing the flintstone run is is stuck trying to get to uh and then you've got the other three back with the uh the troll corpses Behind them is another doorway similar to the one you're standing in um, that seems to lead beyond uh, to to some other space. Um, The orc has run from the far side of this enclosure, tried to leap across it and failed. So he's just clambered up onto your side of the circular railing around the central crystal. But yes, there is space below the crystal and space above the crystal. Can I tell how far the drop is below the crystal? Like he's clambered up onto... Uh, It's not hugely far. It's probably about uh, maybe a 10-foot drop. On, okay. But on a on a like think of it as uh, almost a skateboard bowl, right? Um, okay. So it's uh, it's like a an empty pool. So if you're thinking about how much damage you could do by knocking him into it, um, it would likely be less than you would want. Yeah. Because either he'll bounce off the crystal or he'll slide down the uh, interior. Still might do damage, but it won't be like it's not a sheer drop. Right. Might just be beneficial to keep him down there in a bowl. 
get a we've established he's not particularly dexterous and the armor is really weighing him down so yeah, yeah if you can blast him off probably not i'll try i'll fire off an eldritch blast I'll, I'll fire both at him to just push him back uh over the edge sure eight plus eight 16 10 plus 8 18 18 um yeah that'll do it he's only wearing chain mail so nice. is the 16 hit as well uh yes 16 okay, is on so the nose hits. okay Four and seven for damage, so 11. 11 damage. All right. Um, gets pushed f- back 20 feet. Uh, yeah. Oh. He, he hits the back and just flips up and over. And just hear like a, 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 not out of fear, but just sheer frustration. Like, a, ah, as he um, just hits the railing and flips up and over, doing like a flaily uh, slide as he uh, he falls backward and slides down. His I great want- axe, like <laughs> scraping along the, the edge as he falls. I want to leave the storage room. Uh, I want to come out through the barricade uh, and use my cunning action to basically dash to to pivot in the same direction as the door and try to beat the uh, beat the drow to it. Mm. Like uh, run to it or yeah, maintain yeah. it. Uh, yeah, all right. Roll me uh, acrobatics, please. Seven plus some things. Twenty-two acrobatics. You definitely beat him to the door. He is still slip sliding away. Okay. I just want to kind of play goalkeeper there at the door. If it's important for them to get through there, I don't want them to get through there. Um, as you approach the door, you notice it's a jar. Mm. And behind, uh, you can hear um, the uh, the sound of uh, fire on metal um, and sparks. Like, like, like a smith? Like a forge? Uh, like a blowtorch. Like a blowtorch. Okay. Ooh. Um, I think I'm completely tapped out for action. So I, I guess I just hear that and yep. have to deal with that cool. later. All good. Uh, butthole. All right. Um, butthole is going to, uh, raise his, raise moonlight bringer over his head, uh, and fart and it will spark off of his hammer and he will yell blue flame. Uh, and he is going to shoot the drow that is running towards Quinny. Uh, so it is a difficult terrain and needs to pass a DC 16 deck save. Oh, no. All right. So that's a disadvantage. And I mean, I'm going to roll the dice, but do I really need to roll the dice? <laughs> Three and a five. Uh, so no, I did not need to roll the dice. Um, yeah, you hit. Great. It will take. That's a really fucking good combo. Ice storm and then blue flame. Yeah. Uh, 12 radiant damage from blue flame. Uh, and then he will just, as the hammer comes down, he just aims it towards where the spiritual hammer is. And then just like nudges the hammer over towards the running guy. <laughs> and the spiritual hammer just follows the path and swings over to hit their flea. Like, yeah, he's like, he slips sliding away. He gets hit by blue flame. He falls down. He's like getting up. He's like Bambi on the ice. He's just having a hell of a time. And then finally he stands up and just breathes. And he's like, <laughs> spiritual hammer slams in him from the side. Um, it's a 25 to hit from the spiritual hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it will be doing. <laughs> Motherfucker's got AC 15. Like, <laughs> uh, And it'll do 17 force damage. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he gets up, breathes. He's fine. Hammer just hits him and he just inverts uh, around and just cracks in half uh, and his body ragdolls off it like a bad video game animation and just slides 
along the ice uh, before hitting the stairs at Quinny's feet. Quinny was like uh, ready to intercept. And I think just watching him get crumpled, Quinny's like, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> he just like, like bumps, he bumps up against relax your a little. Feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is very dead. He had exactly 17 HP remaining. Um, but hold on, anything else you want to do? Um, I think he will advance to into the like, the area staying in the barricade when Quinny's available isn't good. So like, he's got to kind of, to use, uh, you know, MMORPG terms, he needs to tank a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like vault over the, uh, the barricade, you know, jog out to the, the circular area and just, yeah, like everybody who surrenders doesn't have to die. Um, and you hear just like confused yelling in drow. <laughs> um, which brings us to uh, Moonhammer doesn't exist in hell anymore, which means all your souls are going to be mine. <laughs> and you just hear more yelling back, being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Um, also, uh, I don't know if you're just using this for intimidation, but it's worth noting: uh, Moonhammer uh, usurped hell. She is not, in fact, a god of hell naturally. Uh, not anymore. So- Will they be yours? I think Butthole can believe it, but... Uh, but he's got to have something in this realm. Otherwise, he's just floating around. Nah, he gets their souls. That's going to be his decision for now. He can be sure. wrong. Great. Um, okay, so the the three remaining drow, um, one of them drops to his knees uh, and starts digging into the other troll corpse. Um, the other two, uh, one of them, um, she yells something uh, towards the, uh, the door uh, with Quinny. And... Um, Draws her bow. She's going to open fire on you, Quinny. Um, what is your AC? 17. That's not going to matter. All right. One of them goes through. Uh, two of them are complete dog shit. Uh, the one that goes through will be um, nine points of damage. Okay. Um, so she pings you with an arrow. Um, the other guy, uh, he's, he's getting pretty concerned uh, by all of this. Um, and, uh, but then you see him kind of stop and lower his weapon a bit and actually just kind of turn and and look behind him. Um, and you can't see his eyes anymore, but you can see him kind of, uh, do that, that thing where he kind of straightens up a bit and starts to, to walk backward from the door behind him. Um, which brings us to, uh, top of the round, Juniper. Um, so can I just get a summary of where people are? Because you know me, I can't track. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, the orc is in the bottom of the bowl uh, beneath the crystal. Just being like, um, ah. Yeah, just being like okay. real mad down there. And beginning on his turn, he'll be getting the awkward guy in chain mail tries to climb a wall uh, situation. Um, cool. You've got uh, two orcs, or sorry, two drow. Um, wait, am I missing a drow? Right, no, I'm not. So there's uh, the three drow still by the uh, troll corpses. One is uh, digging into the troll corpse. Mm-hmm. One of them is looking behind him. So you're standing on the east wall. He's looking at the west wall door in horror. Uh, the other one, uh, she has opened fire on uh, butthole. They are across the um, the crystal chamber from you. So yeah. you don't have any like a direct line of sight. It's kind of like a leaning around the crystal kind of situation. Meanwhile, Quinny is um, uh, near the north door, which is ajar and has the sounds of sparks and fire on metal that you can't hear, but he can. Uh, but no one is coming out of that one. Just yet. Okay. And behind you is the cold storage. You're yeah. still behind the barricade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so essentially from your perspective, looking straight forward, Quinny is to your right. Yeah. Um, the orc is forward and down past the crystal. There are three drow doing something. Um, Butthole standing in front of the crystal. So don't shoot through him to hit the drow. Uh, yes, I won't do that. No you. fireballs, Juniper. We can't cast fireball. But I mean, Moonbeam goes straight down. Mm-hmm. So let's just invoke the shit out of that. With the light of the moon, protect me. Yeah. yeah and I think yeah. she kind of says it like that because it's very like, <laughs> she's feeling really confident. And like, no, just matter of fact. Yeah, it's very matter of fact. <laughs> she, she, she believes. Um, just comes right down. Cool. Just bright um, light on those drow. I need a deck save from all of you. Wait, what? It's an 18 for butthole. Mm-hmm. And Juniper, what's your spell cast, DC? 16. Okay. Dirty 20 for Quinny. Okay. Uh, 10. 10? Uh, okay. Um, Juniper, as you summon the moonbeam, um, it uh, arcs down, uh, directly down through uh, the crystal, um, which uh, you are uh, surprised and alarmed to discover uh, is in fact a prismatic crystal. So as the moonbeam hits it, uh, your moonbeam um, splinters. It still shoots down and through and hits the orc. Uh, but it also sends um, arcing rays of the moon uh, throughout the chamber, like a cool deadly disco ball. That's awesome. Um, so Ryan and Tyler, you guys will take half damage because you passed. Juniper, unfortunately, you failed. Uh, so the cover will explode, uh, and you'll take full damage off this. Um, and let's see what happens with everyone else in the room. So the drow. Oof. All Just three of the drow get hit. So everyone knows I'm using evasion to take no damage on a success. Perfect. Nice. Um, all right. So Laura, let me know what your damage is. And uh, well, luckily I didn't cast it at a higher level. My resident evil laser hallway, my way out of that. Uh, yeah. One of the rare times the movie gave the game something to play with, which is yeah. very yeah. rare. Well, we got lucky. It's only eight damage. I mean, all right. did more to the enemy than us. So it could have been more damage. It'd been okay too. Yeah. So, so four for us friendlies who passed, right? Yep. And I hit myself with the moonbeam, right? You did. Surely did. And that breaks my concentration, so the, the moonbeam. Well, you, you rolled a save for concentration. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. you. I, I'm going to say you failed to dodge, but yeah, 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 you yeah. succeed okay. for concentration. Okay. Yeah, because your concentration roll would be like, what, DC8 with the damage? It's not much. <laughs> yeah. A tent. Well, no, also, yeah, I, I will say um, the uh, the crystal is very slowly rotating, but not at such a rate that like it's going to be throwing random beams everywhere. So now that it's through, it's very much like an Indiana Jones puzzle where there's just like beams, moon beams everywhere. You can avoid them. Um, it will slow everyone's movement uh, to make sure you're not getting hit by them. But like they're just slowly turning. So as long as you're careful, you can now avoid them. Nice. And the difficult terrain is gone, right, Laura? It expires at the end of your turn? Yeah. It all melted. Uh, Cool. Fuck, man. That was a a hell of a round. Um, Orc, 
um, standing at the bottom, just being fucking blasted by the moonbeam. Uh, he takes damage at the beginning of his turn or at the end yeah. of his turn. Yeah. Start. All right. So roll that damage. Does he get a dex every turn, Laura? Is it just the uh, first he one? He gets to... The dex was just for the, um, uh, the he splintering. He, he yeah, he has to make a con save. Oh, con save? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, he fails by one. <laughs> so he takes nine radiant damage. God damn it. All right. Um, so standing um, underneath uh, the beam of the moon, um, you just like howls to the sky uh, and uh, you can see the, the moon beam kind of like eating away at his flesh as it does. Um, but his flesh seems to be uh, healing over almost as fast as it's being burned. <sighs> Uh, it would seem the troll heart has given him remarkable powers. Uh, and he's going to begin his his long, unfortunate climb to victory. To say, as the guy who's standing over and can see him healing up like that, I'm going to yell to Quinny, kill anybody who tries to eat a troll heart. Um, so like A-OK from Quinny at the end of the hall. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say he, he manages to climb up the bowl and like hoist himself up. Uh, that said, Ryan, you're like at the edge of the bowl, right? Yeah. So you can take an attack of opportunity as he tries to get himself up and over. And I will. I mean, it was a 12. So I tried. All right. Uh, so he, <laughs> you just like swing the hammer and it just catches it with a hand, slams it against the, uses it as a handhold uh, and then like hoists himself up. That's um, intimidating. And uh, yeah. just kind of nods to you kind of as like a, thanks man. Um and then pulls his great axe off with one hand uh, and he'll be ready for combat next round. Quinny. Um, the the moonbeam is just sort of like blasted off the, the side of your uh, uh, illithid cloak yeah, uh, as you, like you evade. Did a big spinning twirl or something. Mm -hmm. um, I'd just like to very quickly look behind this door, look through this door behind me that's open. Just have that information in my back pocket before I take any action. Cool. Uh, make a deck save, please. Uh, 14. All right, one second. All right, so you'll take half off this. I'll use my reaction right now since it's my turn to, to take no damage. Okay. Um, so um, as you uh, look through the door, um, you're just hitting the face with fire. Uh, you pull your hood down uh, over your face and just feel the the, the flames kind of like burn against it. Um, as you flip the, as you release the hood, um, you see a uh, like a, a heavy um, uh, like winter like cloak clad. Think like uh, very much like a, a classic Inuit like snowsuit. Mm -hmm. um, clad gnome uh, just holding burning hands out in front of them um and we're wearing those like little um slitted um sun goggles uh, that you wear in the arctic to provide snow glare right. um and uh you hear her say in uh common it's like uh boss we got company um inside uh you can see a massive vault door uh, set against the wall, um, in front of which is a goblin uh, wearing welding goggles um, and uh, using an arcane wand to kind of try and burn his way through the locks. 
Um, next to him are uh, uh, a uh, a human and a really fucking rough looking elf um, with a quarter staff. Um, and uh, the uh, the human um, who's a a bit of like a think like a young Brad Pitt, so not like a, a you know classy Brad Pitt, but kind of like young rough and tumble Brad Pitt. Just goes, oh shit, yeah, they're they're coming in, boss. Uh, hurry it up, hurry it up. Um, and he reaches into uh, his waistband and pulls out two flintlock pistols and points them at the door. Now you're just peeking in, so you're able to pull back very fairly quickly uh, yeah. and bring bring the door with you. Um, but uh, that is what is going on back there. Okay. Um, they sent one drow to that door. Just trying to do the mental math of like, is this another party of adventurers or are they working together with the drow? Um, I'll. Uh, do you want to roll an insight check? Or- sure. If they sent one, I'm inclined to think that they're working together. Um, 11 plus insight won't be much. It's just straight 11. 11. Um, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my friends are like way down at the other end of this, this room. It would be foolish for me to try and get in solo, um, or even try to engage with these people, even in conversation. Uh, so I will run away from the door towards, uh, the, the drow and try and finish these guys off before we can all move together on the door. Cool. Uh, I assume based on what butthole yelled, you're going to aim for the one who is currently uh, digging a troll heart out. Yeah. Yeah. If he's rooting mm-hmm. around in a troll's chest, I'm going to cool. And you're going for a melee attack, like a, a leaping. Yeah. I'm going to summon forth um, frostbite uh, and, uh, and I try to attack with that. Okay. Uh, amazing. Go ahead and roll your attack. Ha. Huh. Got a question for you, Tom. If he's digging through a troll heart, yes, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I would give them an opportunity to attack against you, but she's got a bow. So I'm too close? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're leaping through the air, like she already took her action. I don't I don't really buy the like ranged opportunity to attack. Mm. Things should have to ready an action to shoot you doing this. So yeah, you're you're good to launch. Okay, so we'll use the 16 uh plus 12 on the first hit. Um, which is 28. Yeah. Uh, is, and on the second hit, that's still advantage or. Yeah. 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 He's, okay. he's literally, he's not trying to fight back. He's just digging. The orc is a little faster. Like he just Cali mod the heart out. This guy's like trying to like right. dig through a rib cage. Like it's very awkward. He doesn't really know what he's doing. And it's a lot like, ah, okay. So it's a 29 on the second hit <laughs> by all means. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Two sixes showing up here. Uh, so that is 12 plus eight, which is 20, plus another eight. So that's 28 uh, plus seven is 35 damage. Okay. That's the first strike. <laughs> that, that's also that's also sneak attack. So now I'm just attacking with yeah. 2d6 plus seven. Yeah, now you're just attacking with 2d6 plus seven. Uh, four plus seven, 11 follow-up damage. Tell me how you kill this guy. Cause you uh, already had killed him, but you just keep hitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he, uh, <coughs> I think, uh, because I did sneak attack on him, uh, it's that thing where he's like hunched over the corpse trying to root around through it. And the pain of my blade piercing his back and coming out of his chest causes him to kind of like, ah, arc his chest out, uh, <sighs> 
and then I withdraw. Full platoon. Yeah. Just arms yeah, yeah. out. Like, yeah. And then I draw and just once more in for good measure. And then I draw it out again. And that's my attack. All right. <clears throat> fair enough. Nice. Um, you, you platoon him. Uh, he falls away. And, uh, you know, Quinny, as a thief, you're, you're always good at keeping your eyes out for opportunities. And uh, you see one in the, uh, you know, very roughshod, carved out hollow of this troll's chest. Uh, you see the exposed heart. What do you do? Um, I'll pick it up, but I won't eat it. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> I know Ryan's <laughs> angry that I'm that I'm going to eat, eat it. it. <laughs> no, no, it's but it's like it's like I got it here. I'm terrible at whistling, but hey, you looking for this? Uh, and I'll uh, I'll throw it down into the bowl. <laughs> All right. Anybody wants it has to climb down and then clamber back out anyway. Uh, amazing. You, uh, you toss it, uh, through the air and you watch as all the drow, uh, kind of track it, uh, and the heart, uh, arcs through the air, leaving an icy chill in your hand, um, before hitting the moonbeam and disintegrating. All right. Well, fuck you guys. Anyway, <laughs> I did that on purpose. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside. Come on, Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on this side of town. Doing their chores. Why aren't these chicken coops clean? Please, Father. I'll be good. I'll be... Ah! Oh, God! Obeying their parents. You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no! I've been helping Mr. Diamond, all right? Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy. Exploring their feelings. 
Let's go over to the apple tree. Gosh. <laughs> okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans. Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker house. Howling house? Why? <laughs> now, a boy scout, a tag-along, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling House? You're going to die tonight. What is that thing? Is this, this the witch's library? I'm gonna kill you! Not tonight! Roger, make him stop! No! You watch! Run away, little ones. I'm so hungry. Listen to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning season, Night at Howling House. The complete story, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and at CthulhuMystery.com. All the, all the outs and free, all the outs and free. <laughs>